What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. So today we're doing the review of Power. Um, only the original series. No spinoff. No uh, Power Book 2 Ghost or whatever that is. Um, and I'll just give you a little background about how I find out about the show. Because actually was probably one of the few... The show didn't really pick up steam, in my opinion, until after Season 2. So once Season 3 came in, that's when I kind of started hearing everybody talking about it yeah i would say once we were, they were going into season three that's when i heard like that's when it was like more and more picked up and everything like that um but i was one of people watching from the very beginning and how i found out about it was i saw this random video i was on youtube one day so this random video for this song from 50 cent and joe called uh big rich town and I was like, oh, it's dope. You know, it was the first time I think I've heard 50 Cent, a verse I like from him in a long time. Because to me, I love 50 Cent's, when, I love when 50 Cent is able to mix the, the gangster rap with the introspective. Which he does, which he does, but he doesn't do enough of it for my liking. Right? And so, it was, and like, and to me, I think when he gets on these old school style, style of beats, that's when he's at his best. I know people love him for his gangster stuff, but to me, I like when he mixes mixes it in the intro and this, this theme song. It's tremendous. It's like, damn, this is dope. And then, um, then I followed the, a, a link somewhere on the video to an interview where Fifty was talking about power and how it's coming out and blah blah blah. And so. Um, I just so happened, it just so happened to be like the weekend of, so I caught the first episode and I remember Omari, Omari Hardwick from, um, freaking the, the Floetry video, Say Yes. I was like, no, let's do from the Say Yes video. I remember, and then I knew Tommy, um, Joseph Sakura, he was on a Criminal Minds episode, pretty much playing the same kind of character just because it's network television. He was way toned down. There wasn't that, you no know, cursing or anything. Um, obviously, uh, Notori was from 3OW and I remember her from that cause they had, they had some hard songs, you know, they weren't ever any bangers, but they were, they were all right, you know, um, um, and, and everyone else kind of just, uh, came into play, but that's how I found out about the, about this, the, the, the show. So I, what I decided to do was kind of go by this cause I know this show very intimately, um, I watched several scenes back and forth because to me this it's a powerful dynamic and the, the thing about all six seasons it's about family and it's about how secrets will kill a family about how if you don't evolve with someone in your family that you need to evolve with then you guys will split apart to me it's all about the, the, that, the dynamics of family and the reason, the reason why I could relate to it so much is because I live. I, I grew up in a very private family, a family filled with secrets as well, and so, like, it's one of those situations where, as you evolve, as other people evolve, you know, like you guys just tend to go your own way. That's why a lot of times when people are telling me, like, I'll use I'll use significant others, like when I'm, when I am dating somebody and 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 someone's like, well, I I need family. It's I'm all about family. I'm f so far from that. And so it's like, I don't need that. You know, I, I just need to be happy. 
you know, and a family comes with that and if a family brings happiness, that's all good. But if they don't, I don't actually need it, you know. And to me, that's what this this does. You, when we they start in a great place, we have Ghost, Tommy, and Tasha, and we're right at they're they're at the pinnacle, they're at the height of their drug kingpin, and all three of them are integral parts. But Ghost is the main player, and Tasha and Tommy need Ghost. Ghost doesn't actually need them. You know, does he? He wants them in his life. He wants them to follow his follow his um, lead, but he doesn't actually need them. And you get to know this as the seasons evolve, and but and and you see how even when he is at his worst and he needs support, he he because we all need family. We all need people that look out for us. We just do. Those are just fucking facts, right? However, there is sometimes there is a lot of times a clear leader and someone that knows how to get to the next step and other people kind of just follow along and they kind of they, they don't know how to get to the next step because they like I'm good here. But they have to evolve because things don't things will change. People someone will catch you slipping. So to me, let's take Ghost for example. Ghost, he starts a club called Truth and He's trying to leave the drug life and become legitimate. Just become complete legitimate. You know, be on the cover of magazines and all these other things. He knows how to make money. He knows it won't be as much money as a drug game at first, but you could end up being you could end up making so much more money and being legit, which is the best way to kill haters, right? You have Tommy, who is clearly the regulator. If, if you guys ever heard Warren G and Nate Dogg's song, Mount Up, you know, he Tommy is the regular. Tommy is, if we're going off a straight street code, code, he is the one that lives by the street code the most. Tasha is the loyal wife, the loyal friend to Tommy, uh, the good mother, you know. Um, but at the same time, Tommy and Tasha don't see a way outside of the drug game. They only see that for the rest of their lives. Tommy even says in one episode, it's either this or death. There's nothing else for me. Ghost sees way more than that. Ghost sees hell, man. Ghost sees just a future where everyone could eat and be happy and not have to look over their shoulder, not have to have a burner phone every, every single day and switch them up. You know, um, and to me, this is where you, even though you don't see any cracks, you quickly see cracks in this first half an hour. Basically, just because, once again, if someone is evolving to something else, you have to evolve with them. Or just, or, or you guys are going to naturally splinter. Um, in the first episode, it's called, It's Not Exactly How We Planned. And uh, an old flame of ghosts comes in. And it was his childhood love that they had to separate because her parents didn't approve of him. And you quickly learn how um, how invested he is in her and how she sees him. You get to tell the chemistry and the looks in her eyes. And um, that's where the trouble begins, you know. Um, and there's a question that Ghost asks Tasha. When you first met me, what did you think I was going to be? And she said, and I remember when I first saw this, 
I said that was the wrong answer. He asked that question to his wife, Tasha. She said, the biggest goddamn drug dealer New York has ever seen. And you could see, like, the hope in his face just die. And you could tell he wants to be more than that. You could tell he, he knows he can be more than that. And to me, this is what makes Ghost even more relatable to the average fan. Like, here's my thing. I know some people are like, I've heard this before. I've, heard, I've even heard 50 Cent say this. Ghost is relatable, and it can relate to him because he's trying to do right. But how many people can relate to Tommy? Tommy is a sociopath. He knows what he's doing, but he's a sociopath and a murderer. How many people are murderers? There's, there's a lot of people that are sociopaths. Like, See, people don't know the difference between sociopaths and psycho, psychopaths. Psychopaths have something mentally wrong in them, so they kind of don't know what they're doing. They're just wired differently. Sociopaths know what they're doing, enjoy what they're doing, and they plan everything out. Tommy is a sociopathic murderer. Not many people can relate to that. We all have friends that's similar to that because we all have that one friend that's down for whatever. So if someone even bumps you, He's like, what? We need to go handle that shit? <laughs> you know, so that's who Tommy is. Not many people can, not many people can ever say they've had Tasha or the vice versa, a man version of Tasha that's a loyal spouse. But even with that being said, as loyal as, loyal as she is, she's still very flawed and doesn't see a way. She only, she only, she likes the life she lives. She lives in. She doesn't want to see any other way. And so. Um, it, we really go on this journey, and Ghost is clearly a main character. Omari Hardwick, Jamie St. Patrick, James St. Patrick. And he's trying to legitimize, but it's funny how, and I heard Omari Hardwick say this in the interview, it's funny how as Ghost is trying to leave and become Jamie, Ghost, Ghost, keep following him. Because a recurring theme throughout the six seasons, or every time Ghost is out, every time he is legitimately out something brings him back in whether it's because he's so connected to tommy tommy's gotten in some trouble so now he has to get dragged back in to save tommy's life and his life because if he doesn't join then it's gonna kill both of them because mind you they're dealing with cartels they're dealing with people they're the distros they're dealing with the people who you know they are they are the silent middleman they're not day walkers or anything if that makes any sense um, and so that's a, that's a recurring theme here. So let's take this by season. Season one, you're just getting to learn the characters and you, and you, you know, as if any show, but you really know what these characters, there's more to it, but you don't know who to really root for and who not to. Cause in the first episode alone, ghost kills somebody, sh- shoots them right in the head. So you're kind of just like, yo, like what, what, what is this, you know? Um, so you don't know who to root for, and also during the first season, the recurring theme is that it starts in episode one. Someone is hitting their drug routes, so now they have to pack it in and figure out who knows their system. So now you know there's a, a mastermind behind it, and it starts off with this. Uh, this woman, this mystery woman who's working for somebody and she's very elusive. And then um, all of a sudden you see 50 Cent's character, Kanan, come in around episode five or six. Ghost makes his first call to him to say, hey, man, uh, you, if you've been hearing anything in, in, inside, like, you know, I'm getting hit up. 
you know? And then next thing you know, Ghost says, no, nah, man, I'll check it out. But, I mean, uh, Kanan says, no, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll see if I have anything for you. So Kanan is masterminding all these things on the inside to bring their drug cartel down. You don't know why, though. You have no clue why. Not season one. But you hear some, you hear Kanan say something to the effect of, I know he trusts me. Now, now I could definitely keep hitting him where it hurts. So it's kind of just like, whoa, okay, all right. So you know 50 is clearly out for Ghost. Season two. Season one's only eight episodes. But they pack in a lot in these episodes. I don't think, I think, there's, I think it's like maybe 55 minutes to an hour each, each episode. And they pack it in. And to me, I don't feel like it ever moves slow. Because even if, let's say, Ghost storyline is moving slow, Tommy's is moving fast. Tommy's is moving slow, Angela's is moving fast, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, season one, we, we're, we're just getting this. And now, us, the viewer, we know Angela is a federal prosecutor. No one else knows this. Now, as we get into season two, let's, let's rewind, excuse me. Season one pretty much ends with Tommy. Let's rewind a little bit. Sorry. So there's someone inside of the Ruiz cartel. Uh, and so, uh, and so, uh, and Hector Ruiz, he's you know, one of the, he's, he has his own cartel, but he's under Ghost and Tommy's cartel. He finds out one of his soldiers is banging his like 15 year old daughter. So he calls up Tommy and says, hey, Tommy, I have your back for life. If you put this guy, because he can't kill one of his Primeras. He can't do it. He can do it, but it's just not a good look. But if someone else does it, it just is what it is, right? Part of the game. Char- charge it to the game. Well, he asks Tommy to do it. Well, Tommy, in the process of killing this guy, does not know that he's been turned by prosecution. So he's been calling Angela, calling Angela. Now, Angela with Jamie and was ignoring her phone. So she didn't know that. So she sees her phone. Says, "Holy crap! I gotta go see him." So she goes to his house. By the time she gets there, he kills her. I mean, excuse me. Tommy kills him, and he's hiding out. That's when Tommy figures out, "Holy crap!" On a cracker, she's a federal prosecutor. Now he's paranoid, and he thinks that Ghost now his best friend, his brother. So now we get on to season two, and as season one's ending, Ghost had just turned down. Being the distro, he said, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm about to get out of the game. Well, the hitter, the woman, the mystery woman tries to kill him. In truth, ends up shooting one of his waitresses. So his big premiere night, it's a shooting. Boom. So all of a sudden now, Ghost is pissed. Now he's like, all right. It, it just turns that street mentality on in him to where he's then like, he calls up. This guy says, I'm going to be the biggest damn drug dealer New York has ever seen. Now he's back in the game. Once again, his ghosts are following ghosts. Season two, we start off with Tommy hiding at his mom's house. Ghost can't find him. Ghost doesn't know where it is. He goes, and so Tommy puts a gun to him because he thinks Ghost knows. And so then all of a sudden, Ghost, he finally convinces him that he doesn't know. So Tommy's like, we got to kill him. He's like, oh, why are we going to? First of all, he's in love with this woman. But also, he needs to know what she knows. But the main, but let's be honest, he's, he's in love with Angela. 
So by this time, Tasha can kind of see the writing on the wall. You know, she's been flirting off and on with his driver, who was Sean. Sean is Kanan's son. But, like, she doesn't believe her husband's turning. She doesn't believe her husband's evolving. Anyways, we get to parts. In, and once again, I'm breaking this down. There's so many, so many details that you guys just need to go and watch this show. It's really, it's really worth it. All six seasons are on Hulu. It's really worth it to watch it. Um, and so yeah, just just follow me on this. So Tommy and Ghost are on the same page, and um, I'm trying to think about the next spot to hit. All right, so as he's evolving, Ghost is evolving. His relationship with Angela is evolving. They go to Florida. He's trying to find out who this hitter is. Then it's revealed that Kanan is sending this woman to hit. To, to be the hitter, you know, and then it comes comes out in season two that Kanan used to be the head of the drug organization, and Ghost and Tasha put him in jail. They set him up like to, uh, apparently this is all off camera, by the way. Ghost said he couldn't do something; he had to pick up his son or something. So um, Kanan's making the run. Well, they unscrew one of the back light bulbs, and then they, and then Tasha makes a phone call. And so, next thing you know, Ghost is jammed up with all these drugs. Supposed to be doing 20 years, you know. And he knows something up. He he knows something is up. He knows someone did it. And he had a feeling the entire time it was Ghost and Tasha. But mainly because um, he, he has a lawyer. His lawyer only shows up once. And his lawyer says, hey, it was a woman. It was prosecutional prosecution uh, misconduct and all this other stuff like he 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 knows he's getting out no one else knows he's getting out though you know what I'm saying and so Sean you can tell just wants to be just wants his dad to be problem that's another theme here sons wanting approval of their dads and so season two is just a hodgepodge of mistrust, especially once Kanan gets out. Once Kanan gets out, he's trying to learn the business. Their ghost wants to bring him in slow. Tommy's just falling in love with him, giving him all the information, all this other stuff, things that Tommy know he shouldn't be doing. But Kanan raised both of them in the streets, so Tommy feels this this sense of loyalty, even though Ghost knows he can't be trusted. Now he doesn't know at the time that Kanan knows what they're doing, you know what I'm saying, or, or that they, they're, they're doing, Ghost is not very dumb, see, Ghost is, you learn, he's very intelligent, he doesn't, he is, the best way I can put this, is he's a black, drug dealing, Sherlock Holmes, without the, without being eccentric, he, he keeps things really close to the chest, and so, um, Kanan comes out and tries to turn everybody against Ghost. Uh, and it, for, for a second, it works because Ghost goes back to that secrets and lies thing in the family. He's lying so much, even though he's doing it to protect people. Because the woman that is shot, Tommy ends up falling in lust with her, but he wants to be in love with her. And, like, it's crazy because... 
she really is no good. Like her first dinner at the St. Patrick's home, she steals Tasha's jewels. Like she's just, she's a shady, trashy broad. You know what I'm saying? That, that she wants to be, she, she wants to know all the business, but can't handle the consequences or the repercussions of knowing all the business. And there, there is something to, even if someone isn't selling drugs and they're just doing life shit, she wants to know everything until, to me, she reminded me of a trashier version of Skylar from Breaking Bad, who just had to know everything, and then once she found out everything, I'm so appalled, oh my god, you know, no, you, you asked for this, you know, and so season two is, is really coming to a head, because now Tommy and Ghost have split, because Tommy can't trust Ghost, so now they've gone their own way. Ghost is out of the game. He's leaving the game. By the end of season two, he's out of the game officially. But he has this huge fight with Kanan. They finally come to blows. He thinks he's killed Kanan. He ends up setting a, a thing on fire or whatever, a, a, a basement on fire that they were fighting in. And um, it, it's, it's it's so much betrayal. So, But it comes back down to family and relationships and just the mistrust in those relationships. And... Um, and how just so many secrets and how as Ghost is trying to evolve, no one wants to evolve with him. Knowing that he wants to come with him is coming with him. But Angela wants to come with him. Now, Angela finds out in season two as well that he's Ghost. And she protects him because she's in love with him. Now, she's compromised. So it's it's the whole it, the whole dynamic is fascinating. I'm not going to. But like to me, it, like to me, it's, it was, it's one of those things where you have to watch. And um you have to see how all these characters mesh together well. And to me, in my opinion, before we get to the end, I would give this an 8 out of 10. The only reason I give this show an 8 out of 10 is because when you have a su- such a successful show, with that show comes spinoffs. And because they were trying to set up so many spinoffs in season 6, it didn't devalue any of the entertainment value, but to me, it definitely changed the, the writing mentality in the stories. Um, so anyways, let's hit season three. Season three starts off with Ghost just on the right path, you know, trying to do the right thing. He's moved in with Angela. He's completely, he's completely, you know, disrupted his family life or whatever. But because Tommy now is ahead of the organization, he's not used to being the head. He is... Tommy's more than a soldier. Tommy is definitely like, like any company has a C, CEO, then a COO, a, a definite second hand, second man. That's who Tommy is. Tommy is a perfect fit for that COO position or, or make it easier. President, he's a vice, he's, he's a great vice president. You put him as a president though, you, he can't handle the things. You can't do the same things you were doing as vice president. See, as vice president, Tommy can go off and kill people and, and come back and be like, I did that. Now, was it a devil move? Probably so. But at the end of the day, he can still do it. As a president, you got to be more low-key. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ghost wasn't out there making runs with the, with the guys. He, he knew that was doing nothing but putting him in a bad position. Tom, Tommy was still making runs with people. That's To me, that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? And to me, season three is more of one of those... You go on a, such a roller coaster ride, and in the last two episodes, you are really you're at the highest, highest, highest peak, and you're going down. You're going crazy. Season three is there to make you catch your breath, and it's very slow, very plodding. People are now 
believing that Angela's compromised. People are now believing that um, Ghost is James St. Patrick. No one has ever has hard evidence on him, though. That's what makes him so good. And to me, that's, once again, go back to why Tasha needs him and why Tommy needs him. And so to me, season four, as you go into season four, you're learning new stories now are evolving because now Angela and Ghost are, have broken up and now Ghost is in jail. Now there are no suits. There's just him in an orange jumpsuit. He's in jail, I want to say, for about four to five episodes. And then that introduces Tommy's da- uh, long estranged dad who, once again, Tommy has, for, for, for him being a psychopathic murderer, he's a very flawed individual. He miss- he, he, he needs love. He wants love. You know, he 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 still wants to do the street thing, but he wants love more importantly. You know, um, in season five, to me, you just you feel things coming to an end. You feel things about to be in this powder keg and about to explode. Um, and let's get to season six. <clears throat> so as we get into season six, everyone is on their own path. No one trusts anyone, whatever. And it's funny, for all the janky, shady stuff that Ghost had to do, or Ghost did in the first five seasons, he does the least amount of dirt in season six. But because of his past, no one trusts him, so everyone is just constantly blaming him. So to me, this is when you really see the neediness of the other people. Because they are so used to being... Like like using grudge, excuse me, ghost as a crutch, and they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. This 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 bad thing happened in my life. Had to be ghost. Had to be. He actually does the least amount of d- dirt. You know, he's trying to stop the warring. They all want to go to war with him. You know, um, and anytime, and then they get mad because when they threaten his future, he's like, I'm not gonna let you do that. I don't need you. I did like the way. And I actually watched season six really. I watched season six a year after it came out. I just watched it as I'm recording this. And I kind of already knew what, what happened. I knew who shot him, but I didn't know anything else. Um, but you could see throughout the entire season how they were setting up who was going to shoot him. And I did love how season 10, uh, excuse me, episode 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15 were from all different perspectives. Episode 10 is from Ghost's perspective. You see that you see that fateful day because it's all one day until the, the last twenty minutes of uh, episode fifteen. But season excuse me, episode ten is about Ghosted his perspective. Episode eleven is about Dre's perspective. Twelve episode twelve is about pa- Paz's perspective. This is Angela's sister. By the way, now in season five, at the end of season five, she is fairly shot and killed at the very end by Tommy. Because Tommy wanted revenge because in, episode, because in season five, uh, Ghost tricked him into killing his dad, even though his dad was snitching on Tommy and Ghost. But then he flipped and said, I'll just give you Ghost. But either way, he was a snitch. So either way, Tommy is, once again, the regulator. He had to go, which, uh, which Tommy had to know and Tommy had to hate. Because Tommy said that later on in an episode, I got why he did what he did. He had to go. Teresi had to go. You know, uh, episode thirteen is from the perspective of Tommy. Episode fourteen is from the perspective of uh, Lorenz Tate's character, who, who wants to be a governor. Um, 
And episode 15 is from uh, Ghost Kid, Tyreek, and Tasha's perspective. And it's funny because they're the same scene you're watching with different dialogue. So it just shows how we all take things the way we want to take them. So you don't, you have to go off of whose perspective you choose to believe, right? I just loved that. I remember, I I remember, I I noticed it in episode 11 with with Dre, but I really noticed it in episode 15 with Tasha and, and, and Tariq when they're just, it's the dialogue is completely different anytime they're talking to ghosts. And they're coming off as the good guy. As to where if you listen to the dialogue in episode 10, they look bad in both perspectives, in both episode 10 and episode 15. But like Ghost's perspective of them talking is way more lighthearted. He's still trying to believe he can get his son to change. All he wants for his son to do, by the way, his son has no hood, no street in him. Tasha even says this, but his son wants to be street. His son feels betrayed by his father. Does his dad lie? Sure. But at the end of the day, his dad did what he had to do. His dad came up in a different time than he did. His dad didn't come up in having all the finer things in life that he has. So to me, Tariq is a terrible character. Tariq is probably the most hated character because he gets his little sister shot, his twin sister shot, and she dies at the end of season, what was it, season three? Yeah, she dies at the end of season three. Um, no, excuse me, end of season four. Um, and he's the he is the problem of everybody. Like, like that's why I love the end when he tried to say what he tried to use his reasoning for the same reasoning that Ghost had when Ghost was younger. The difference is Ghost was only putting himself in jeopardy. Everyone throughout every part, ever since season three. When his son started acting out, when Tariq starts acting out, everyone from the best friend, Keisha, to Tasha, to Angela, to Tommy, to Raina, his sister, to Ghost, to Kanan. That's seven people that have to save Tariq's ass. So to me, that's why he's the most hated character. You know what I'm saying? And obviously they were setting up for a spinoff with him. But like when you hear his perspective, because there's a character named Breeze you never meet. Supposedly you're gonna meet him as they do like the prequel stuff, but you never meet this guy. And this is Breeze is Ghost's first kill, and Ghost was trying to get him to change his mind about doing something, but Breeze has pride and wouldn't do it, so Ghost had to kill him. Ghost didn't have to kill him. Ghost chose to kill him. Excuse me. And um, and so he said he was in the way of my future. So Tariq took that and said, well, you're in the way of my future. You should be taking my charge because I murdered somebody. You should be taking my charge. So either you take my charge or I kill you. Think about that. You know what I'm saying? So to me, so like you don't actually see who kills him until the final 25 minutes. Supposedly kills him doing air quotes, air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. So um, it's very well done. And I'm gonna break down like so. So episode ten ends with Ghost being shot. You hear you just you, you hear some music. You see Ghost turn around. He's in the nightclub slowly. You hear a gunshot. Fades to black. When he comes back in, he's falling. And that's how every episode ends is with a gunshot and Ghost falling from a balcony, from the truth balcony. Excuse me. Episode eleven it ends with it ends differently. Excuse me. Episode eleven doesn't differently. 
Um, but you see that scene. Then it flips to where Dre's back in jail. Because Dre just had to do one last thing. He had to get his one. Dre had over $100,000 and a fake um, fake uh, IDs, fake, uh, what is it? License plate, all this stuff. He was set up for life. And, it's, and because of his ego. And because he thought he could beat Ghost. That's the key. Another key, too. Elias characters thought they could beat Ghost and thought they were better than Ghost. But it showed. And even at some point in time, Ghost, you, you end up hearing Ghost say to all of them, you need me. I don't need you. He says that to all of them at some point in time, with the exception of Tariq. But he does say to Tariq, don't think you're smarter than me because you can't outsmart me. So in many ways, he's still warning all of them in his own way, right? So Dre ends up dying, which to me, there was no other way for his character to end. Dre was so slimy, so wormy, and he kept using, I have a daughter, I have a daughter. To me, his he was using his daughter as a, as a bulletproof vest, essentially. Thinking that that was going to happen, thinking, thinking that that was going to work. That wasn't a thing. You did too much dirt, dude. You had to go. You know, so he died a, a horrible death. Episode 12 ends with Paz. His ghost ends up leaving, uh, having his will read. And he leaves everybody something. Everybody something. He leaves Paz a bunch of money. Paz at first refuses to take it. because. But then Tasha brings her into this lawyer's office in a private room by himself. She's like, you need to take the money. You need it. And so Tasha knew the only way she could she would take the money is if she told her the truth about who kill, actually killed her sister, Angela. And, and, and Tasha said, you have to understand... Jamie Ghost loved Angela. He loved Angela more than he loved me. He would never kill her. And then Taz says something to the effect of, you're just saying that. She was like, no, I know for a fact he didn't do it. She was like, who? It was Tommy. Now, earlier in that episode, Tommy, during her funeral, Angela's funeral, he walked up and said, hey, if you need anything, let me know, blah, blah, blah. And then later on, she runs to his uh, house in the front and in, in, in a... Uh, uh, in a frantic state and says, you need to kill the person that killed Angela. And Tommy says, oh, no, I can't do that. And it's just so funny because once Tasha says this, she starts replaying in her mind that fateful night and says, what the fuck? And at first, the thing she thought she couldn't do was she thought she couldn't kill Jamie. Now she knows the truth. She runs up. like She, she has a gun and now she runs and She's going full-fledged at his, in his at, at Tommy's apartment. She opens the apartment door, sees it's completely empty, and is like, Tommy! Like, yells it out really loud. It's, and to me, it's one, of the, it's one of the most satisfying endings because she was so obsessed with, with, with just thinking James did. It's just so obsessed. Even after the evidence proved he didn't do it, even after the cop, uh, Sachs, who was so... So obsessed with James St. Patrick. He was obsessed with St. Patrick and Angela and bringing them down. Even when even when Sack said no, he didn't do it. She couldn't accept it. She couldn't accept it. So she was so blindsided, she didn't see the killer right in front of her face. So that ends that way. Episode 13 ends with Tommy finally coming to grips with New York has nothing for me. And him and his mom have one last falling out because she believes that he killed Ghost. Even though Tommy shows up and Tommy looks up and he sees the killer. And we're going to get back to that moment. Remember that. He looks up and sees the killer and Ghost says, no, no, no. Let it go. Let it go. And you never actually see what you see. 
we have assumptions about what Ghost left him. It's supposed to be a fly car, but there's an envelope. It could be, this could be a lot more in that envelope. You know what I'm saying? That, like, like, like you, 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 we don't know the full extent of all these things. And I have a theory, just so you guys know. At the end of this, we're wrapping up. Um, episode 14 goes down to the governor, who the guy who was who thought he was going to win the governorship. He had a falling out with James, and then he ended up getting so lucky that things ran his way. He ended up becoming governor, and um, he's a really flaky mf or two, but his story had to continue because he's in. I believe he's in power book two i believe he is no no, i haven't watched any of it i'm not gonna watch it um just i don't want to follow i don't like the character tyreek i just don't i just don't believe that a kid that comes from that life can have can kill his dad the biggest drug dealer new york has ever seen and um then 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 his mom goes to jail and then he can just handle things on his own i just don't believe that so anyways um that's how episode 14 ends is with um, the, the newscast comes on and says, here is a picture of the shooter. And then you can even say, holy shit. You know, this leaves you in suspense or whatever. Well, anyways, um, episode 15 is from the perspective of Tasha and Tyreek. And there are so many things here. And um, it ends with, you know, him shooting ghosts, ghosts dying, supposedly, air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes. And um, Tasha she was so stupid. Once their original person that they accused of killing him, they find out he's dead because they, they accused Dre, but they didn't know Dre died in jail because before they went, because before Ghost died, he sent a hit on Dre and so Dre passed away. And um, they once they find this out, Tasha, this is when she needed Ghost to lead her again. She did something she didn't have to do. She had met somebody. She liked him. So she planned on setting him up because he drove her to uh, the the club that night. So she calls and she plants a gun at his home and she's fucking him. She's having sex with this dude when the cops pop in. And so he's like, Tasha, tell him I was with you. Tasha, tell, tell, tell him. And it's, it just looks so bad. But he got the last laugh because this dude was already a, a convict. And so when he parked, because he because she wouldn't let him park at the nightclub, they parked around the street. So he got up and said, I might need an alibi. This happens off screen. He goes and gets a Red Bull at a bodega that he knows has a camera. And once he hears the shot, he buys the Red Bull and leaves. That's the story we're being told. So he's in the car. And by the time you see Natasha run to the car, he's like, holy crap, they get in the car and they go off. So all of a sudden, at the end of it, they end up saying that she killed Ghost because of the guy's alibi. And then they said it was a woman that sounds like you that called the tip in. So he ended up getting last lap. And now she's in jail for the murder. Tyreek now, the sins of Tyreek. That is this is no longer the sins of the father, man. This is the sins. Of, these are the, the, to me, the last three episodes, last three seasons were the sins of Tyreek. Everyone had paid for that. Keisha died because they had something on Tyreek and she covered for him. You know what I'm saying? Ghost had to go because he was getting in the way of his future. Even though he had no future, he's killing people. And he's not good, he's not good at, at that. Um, so anyways, 
it, it ends with uh, you see finally see what he left the family, his own family, um, and his will ghosts. He left Tasha nothing. How cold is that? He left her nothing. He redid it the day before he died. Air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see me doing air quotes. Think about that. He left her nothing. He redid it and left her nothing. Then, because Raina passed away, he gave Raina's shares to Tyreek, who's his only son. But in order for his son to get it, he has to graduate from college and get 3.5 GPA. Just so ugly and so nasty, so brutal. And the and the youngest one, Yaz, he left her own stuff. Then the mom, Tasha's mom, he said her rent is to be paid for one year. So imagine that. A woman who is even though she's been judging them this entire time, she didn't get along with with uh with with, with Ghost, but she's sure enough taking his money. Now, all of a sudden, she's like, that's all I get is is one year of my paid rent. Now, everyone, you see how everyone needed him at some point in time. He left left everyone something that was living except for his own ex-wife. Cold-blooded, man. Anyways, I skipped through a lot of things, man. I suggest you guys watch it. I think it's a good show. I'm not going to watch any spinoffs. This is me. But now that that's wrapped up, let me get to my theory of why Ghost is not dead. After watching it, look at just how Ghost has always gotten away. And to me, I think that was there that was Ghost giving them one last chance to come with him on this journey. And when he and after he was gonna get the lieutenant lieutenant governor position and they didn't want to come, they were still thinking about themselves. He said, You know what? I gotta disappear. These are not the people I need to be around. Mind you. As I said earlier, at some point in time, he said something to everybody. I've evolved. He, these aren't exact words, but he said, I've evolved. I don't need you anymore. I don't need you. I don't. He kept saying that. And to me, it's true. And to me, when Tyreek Tyreek hit a gun at um, Truth and Tasha says, you better find that before your dad does. He's like, he won't find it. The thing about his dad, the reason why his dad was at the club is because his dad is an, is a, a hands-on person, you know? So he, like, from season one to the very last season, you see how meticulous he is with how, he, how hands-on he is. There's no way he wouldn't have found the gun. He probably replaced it knowing whose gun it was. Plus, that place had tons of cameras, except for the basement. Anyways... You just see so many just different parts that you remember from the season. So season five, Tony Teresi, Tommy's dad, his his wife was like, you should start your own ambulance business. You see them use it one time in season six as a callback. As Tyreek is pretending like he's going to check on his dad, you see an ambulance drive past. Well, his dad was supposed to be in there shot and killed. That's why he couldn't let him in because it was a crime scene at the time air quotes i'm doing air quotes you can't see me doing air quotes but the, the, the ambulance is driving fucking past also if you look deeper at the gun the gun is different from the one that tyreek hides in there and tyreek doesn't know guns well enough to pick him but oh 
This isn't the gun I illegally got and hid here. You don't know. Just, just, just more layers. Just more layers to the story. Um, so, to me, even when he shot him, the way he shot him was right in the heart. There isn't he he and the way Ghost was standing. When you see Ghost, he leaves the edge and steps up, takes at least three or four steps, and there's no way he should have fallen off the balcony. Also, if you slow things down, when he's when he's laying there, he's barely talking. Now, mind you, he's been shot in the heart and he's fallen off the balcony. This mother bleeper should be dead, right? I get we're talking about a fictional show, but walk with me on his journey. As he's as he's talking to Tommy, he's holding Tommy's hand. Look at Ghost's eyes. Tommy's looking at him. Ghost then looks up at the perfect time when Tyreek is looking over the balcony. Tommy looks up, sees, sees Tyreek, is about to shoot him. Because earlier in the night that I didn't mention, when he's trying to get Tyreek to join him, Tyreek is trying to stop him, so he, he sends some enemies at Tommy thinking they're going to kill him. Once again, don't outsmart. Oh, I'll thank him. Also, there's a scene in, in season three. Is it three? I won't say season. No, it's probably season four, actually. Where Kanan has become friendly with, 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 with Tyreek. And he tells him when they're playing chess, the way you win is by making the other person think they've won. Then once they thought they've won, you got them. Tyreek has already fallen for tricks of this one chick at college, at his prep school, excuse me. So he's already lost once, and Ghost has made him think he's won again. And also, if you think about it, how, why would he change his will the day before? Just the day before. Now think about this also. He always wanted him to go to college, and Tyreek wanted to do drugs, right? Sell drugs. Now, Ghost is dead, air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes, and he's right, Tyreek is right where Ghost wanted him to be. Even if he is selling drugs, he's getting education, or he even gets shit. So, to me, there's so many layers to it, and I'm going to fancy book this out for a second, because Tommy has his own spinoff series, because Tommy, at the end, went to California. To me... I don't think Tommy's character should ever die. He's a kingpin. He's born to be a kingpin. He's going to end up in jail, right? But here's my thing. I think the final, say if Tommy's seasons or Tommy's series goes to three seasons, right? I think in the third season, how it should happen is throughout each episode, he's getting these mysterious text messages. He's looking, he's looking. And at least one time an episode, he just looks at his phone. He puts it down. Then finally, in like episode five, someone says, hey, man. Who's texting you all the fucking time? He's like, I don't know, some some number giving me some weird thing. I'm, I'm I blocked it again, or whatever, right? Finally, in episode nine, he gets a phone call, and he hears a familiar voice. We don't hear the voice, the viewer. He hears a voice, and he and he, and he looks at his phone, and he's like, Who was this? And who's playing on my phone? Because the one thing we know about Tommy is he hates people playing on his phone. And so we never know who, we, who it is. And all of a sudden he goes to one of his closest com- confidants and he says, hey, I heard a voice, a very familiar voice that said that they're coming for me. Do you know anything? And as they're ramping up to come after him, 
within the last 20 minutes of the show, you see someone come and save Tommy and get him out of Dodge. Now he can't go back to L.A. He's a or anything. He has to, he has to go. He has to, to go to a, 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 a island like the Cayman Islands or whatever, he, where there's no extradition or Brazil or whatever, right? And you see who saves him. It's Ghost. And then you find out how how Ghost is still alive. He tells, this is what I had to do. Because you see some unnamed people in season six, like that's helping Ghost. People that are never introduced before. And he's paying them, hey, I need help with this, I need help with this, I need help with this, I need help with this. You know? And so, to me, Ghost isn't dead, but Ghost can definitely resurrect. Because his story, to me, he was never going to get the happy ending with the woman, with Angela. Because she was unfortunately meant to die. She was in the middle of too many things. However, he was meant to get away. He was meant to win. Because there's an episode even called He Always Wins. But he was meant to win. And and, and him giving up that lieutenant, like, like he thought that he needed that happy life. But he wanted that life if the people that, he, that was around him wanted that life. You get what I'm saying? But once he realized, oh, none of them want this life, that's got to go. And he got everything. Look, if you look at what Ghost got, Ghost got everything. Ghost got Tommy out of New York. You know, Tasha put herself in jail. But his son's in college. You know, like he took care of everybody. You know, like dude was, he, he is just, there's more to that story. His, his story isn't over yet. That's why it's intriguing to me. I may watch the, the Tommy one. We'll see. Um, but. To me, that's how you can reintroduce him. And you can even introduce him into the the, the, the Sun spinoff. You know, however long that goes, you know. Um, but yeah, overall, because the 8 out of 10, the only reason I took two notches off, because when you got to appease so many masters, uh, and you got to do these spinoffs, and so like you don't actually get conclusions with everybody. Now, I could accept a conclusion to Tommy going to California if that was it. But since I know it's a spinoff, it's kind of like, all right, it's not, that story's not over yet. So I can't fully give that arc that you know what i'm saying so anyways that is the show for this week i hope you enjoy it and uh i will see you guys next week on i see things a little differently